Welcome to Let Me Tell You Why Welcome You're Wrong. To let me tell you why you're wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we can disagree. No, 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 no. That's not wrong. wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that is true. I think that. you're right. That's true. Uh, That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. And here we go indeed. I'm back. Yeah, we're definitely not licensed for that. <laughs> I forgot about licensing. Yeah, they're going to flag it. That's all right. Um, you can cut it out. There's a, uh, I want to, <laughs> I've been gone for a little while. I was just been... so excited. Who are you? Uh, Greg. Hi, nice oh, to meet hi, you. Hi, Greg. It's so nice to meet you. I do Good think, morning. though, that you guys, there were some really, really great episodes in my absence. Um, the one, I mean, Amanda stepped up huge multiple mm-hmm. times. Which I think it was great. And her husband, um, gosh, I've, I've drawn a blank. Logan. Logan. Logan is awesome. That, that mental health episode about the military was great. I was very impressed. Real quick, and no disrespect at all, Logan is a very intense guy. Well, that's and what I, we were like joking. I was like, he needs like his own podcast. Cause his he does. Voice. And he sound he reminds me of Will Arnett, mm-hmm. like his voice. Um, yeah. certainly if I was in the military and he was telling me what to do, I would definitely listen. So that's, yeah. but <laughs> thank you to him. Um, and Amanda and, uh, Sia, mm-hmm. that was a fun one. Um, I would, yeah. uh, I would show you guys my eight pack, but, uh, it's, it's hiding right now. It's in hibernation. We're, we're socially distancing, my eight pack and I. <laughs> so there's that. Um, no, but it's great. It's good to good to be back. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm sleepy. You, <laughs> I will tell you, I'm a little sleepy too. Cassandra and I, uh, we tied one on yesterday. Just at home. Sleep. Oh yeah, that's all. I mean, we don't ever really go out. Well, you can't. You're right. <laughs> but even 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 if we could. When you have two kids or have any kids, I guess, and, you, and you've been married for a long time, the thought of like, hey, you want to go out to a bar? I'd be like, we just stay well, home. Well, here's, here's it's a lot why. Is be, yeah, because like I tell anyone, it's like you take like a, a maybe it's like a $100 date night, but then mm-hmm. you have to pay, then it becomes 150 or however much you have to pay these stupid bitches that weren't like, yeah. I mean, what the, do you pay babysitters now? Well, we are very fortunate because we, our typical babysitter is, uh, is Ellen. Just, no, it's uh, Haley, Cassandra's oh. sister slash cut. Yeah, anyways, um, she's wonderful. And we actually pay on the sliding scale. And we let all of our babysitters know, if you're here for this many hours, it's this much. If you're here for, so if it's. You, you guys know. are so organized. Yeah. Well, I just, I always felt like if you have a babysitter come in, I want them to know what they can expect. And I guess from Cassandra, she, she used to babysit all the time. And she says that she you would go know. in she would never know until at the end and they would just give her money and she'd be like, okay, this is, I guess how much I get. Yeah. And I was like, that's not, I don't want that. So, and we even have it like it rounds up to the next half hour. So if it goes beyond that, it. You're so up. organized. Um, the first time I left Crosby with the babysitter, that wasn't mom. Yeah. First of all, we were gone for like an hour and a half cause I was terrified. <laughs> and I gave the girl literally an hour and a half. I gave the girl $40. Jeez. And then she like texted me 
and was like, I'll babysit for you anytime. And of course. Like, Cause she of thinks that she's like, I'll just stay there. Hour. Yeah. If I stay for five hours, that's a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. And then we couldn't use her again. I was like, Brian, I can't use her again. Because like, I can't afford to pay somebody $20 an hour every time I want to go out. No, that's too much. That's way too much. We start uh, two hours or less. It's $11 an hour, two to four hours. It's like 10 bucks an hour. And then five and over it's nine. So that's how we do it. I mean, and we pay them pretty well. That's, that's still pretty high for the Boise area for babysitters. But anyways, so yeah, we, uh, I was a little tired. what our topic is today. No, we're not talking about that today. Today we have a really fun topic. Uh, we're titling this episode, It Wasn't Me or Was It? Dun, dun, dun. And we're going to be talking about some, uh, some famous cases of, of, I guess, mostly murder or no, not always. Either way, some famous I am people who I'm most crimes. excited for the end thing, but I we're not gonna ruin it yet. Okay. But just a little teaser stage. Yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up at the end. So um anyways, yeah, I will try and power through again. Like I said, we we tied one on, but we were just at home. So I wanna say one more thing real quick before we get diving what? in. Um I told you I got rid of TikTok because it's like a Chinese program. Back. I got it okay. back because I realized I'm like, you know what, even if the Chinese are tracking all my stuff. I figure there's so many celebrities and other people on this thing. And I, what are they going to do? I mean, except for my financial stuff, but that's, meh. So, but we, Sandra and I, we watched TikTok for like, together for like probably an hour last night and uh, laughed hysterically, hysterically. It made me want to- that's the hard part is because it's not TikTok that's hysterical. It's the people on TikTok. Right. It's, right. The, it's the, the creators. And I wish that there was a platform that they could use that they could be that creative and be that hysterical. And it wouldn't be like mining your data and listening in when you're at home. Right. It's amazing. And I agree. Like I'm not important. Nobody cares what I'm doing. But at the same time. You don't, you don't want to continue I, that. I uh, believe all conspiracies and <laughs> the, the earth there. is flat. We did not go to the moon. <laughs> I don't believe that one. <laughs> and it's made of cheese. Um, well, the, well, the moon is. The moon is made of cheese. <laughs> that was such a. <laughs> you can tell is. that we're both tired because you... like you've got a sweatshirt on and my hair's not even combed. Well, and I have a hat on. Because my hair, I have short hair, but it, it decides to go everywhere. It's just a crazy hair day. It's just wild, you guys. All right. Well, hey, let's get diving into our topic. But before that, let's talk about some folks we want to mention. And uh, this is our not sponsored by list. Um, these are some folks that do not know about us. And uh, we'd like to share our thoughts about that. Can I go first? You sure can. Our first non-sponsor today is Zillow. As the leading online real estate marketplace, Zillow lets you look at houses you could never afford and throw yourself into a deep depression about your current status in life. Or simply use the Zillow's app to easily look at someone's house before you go over for a barbecue. Then create questions in your head, like how can they afford that? Or I thought they were doing better than that. Either way, Zillow is your one-stop shop to enter a crushing world of comparison that you really shouldn't be entering. Thanks, Zillow. <laughs> um, do you use Zillow? Of course, because every time. every real estate agent wants you to create an account and then they want to, you know, it's how they get their leads. Um, but Zillow just lets you 
look. I will say Zillow's not necessarily always accurate because I remember one time at our old house, I looked up our house on Zillow Uh and they do that thing where it says like pre-foreclosure and it said our house was in foreclosure and I lost my mind. I emailed them. I was like, you guys don't know what you're this talking is, about. We are hurting on our mortgage and this is bad. Our neighbors think. And <laughs> our neighbors think we're deadbeats. Yeah. This I was is... like, how dare you? And then they wrote me back and they're like, we're updating it now. And I'm like, where, where do you get your data that it's in pre Right. My house was a foreclosure when we bought it. Like somebody. Oh. So my, you know, reaction was maybe not warranted. <laughs> yeah, right. But I was like, update this. No. Well, that's the thing. People, I too, you like you, you Zillow the house and you can see all that stuff. And then sometimes there's like a bunch of pictures from like whenever the last time it was, it was up for the sale and you're like, Oh, that's what's your house. Like this is, no, I always go on and because I am weird, I always go on to Google maps and Zillow and claim my house. And then I ask them to blur and remove pictures. So Google maps will blur your house on street view right so if you ever go buy a house and it's blurred i might have lived there so wait you this is this is like when those cars go by and they take yeah. pictures of the streets you don't even want somebody to see the outside of your house Mm-mm. but if they were physically there they Did could just look it. it's still not bl- it's not blurry obviously right do you feel like that's a little overkill is like this just, is it just kill. fun for you to go i don't want to pee i want to hide so much when I honestly like is hidden? first of all I <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty hidden. Uh-huh. Okay. For the most part. But sure. I mean we're just doing um, a podcast right now that we're going to release out into the internet with your face. I know. And, and you put our last names on there and then I didn't want to say my child's name or my husband's name for a while but I did. <laughs> I'm growing, Greg. I'm growing. You uh, are. I think that it I'm not as crazy about it now but this is not, this is maybe a podcast for another day, but you have to remember that I had a stalker mm-hmm. and I had some crazy exes. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think it was overkill. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> well, you don't have those anymore, right? Well, I, I mean, there's I feel like having a, still crazy, but <laughs> this is kind of on the same vein as this podcast, but I feel like for a guy, it's totally different to have a stalker than it is for a girl. Don't you think? I think it is, but I think I'm They're the wrong crazy. girl to stalk. Right. Because you'll, you'll start blurring shit. And, no, because I'll just, I don't like cower down. I just am like, all right, here's what we're fucking going to do. And like, I have, I'll like document everything. I report everything. I'll get your ass, I'll get your ass arrested. You're like, very in vigilant. In... Yeah. I'm like, come at me, bro. Like, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> come at me, bro. Stalker. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the girl that's going to be like, oh, I'm like, all right, here's what we're going. This is what we're doing today. Cool. You're like the girl that would walk up to them in the car and be like, when they're like sticking, I'd be like, knock, knock. Hey. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I do, basically. This is my journal. <laughs> I see all that shit you do. That's basically what I did. <laughs> well, good for you, though, because you're right. A lot of people would. Anyways, I don't, I'm, we're diverging off. But thanks, mm-hmm. Zillow. <laughs> I guess what I wanted to say with all that stalker talk was, thanks, Zillow. <laughs> thanks, Zillow. Appreciate it. All right. And our next non-sponsor comes from Justin's Almond Butter. Mm. Now, we're not going to make jokes about how almonds don't have nipples, so where does the milk come from? That would be cheap and silly. Mm-hmm. We are going to say that almond butter is a good alternative to normal peanut butter with healthy fats and fiber. I personally use it a lot. 
So thanks, Justins, and thanks, Almonds. And we don't care about your nipples. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Have you ever heard that thing? Do you actually thing? use almond butter? I have, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, like, use, I don't always use Justin's. Do you use it with joy? Uh, kind of. I use it mostly in like shakes, like protein okay, shakes. Okay, I was going to say, I'll use it in shakes, but like- I don't like, really smear it on anything. It doesn't really do anything for really me. smear for me. No, and I hate that I have to constantly stir it. Like I see that like organic, like all natural peanut butter and almond butter. I'm like, yeah. oh, that layer of oil, which I know what it is. It's fine. But like I would every time I'm going to, well, you're supposed to stir it back in. That's the healthy fats. <laughs> hey, you know, what's really good about almond butter is it's got the healthy fats. I just dumped that shit out. <laughs> oh, look at those healthy Not fats. Anymore. Gross. Um, all right. Well, hey, thank you guys for those, uh, for not sponsoring us, not doing anything at all. And uh, it's a pleasure to not interact with you even in the slightest. So there we go. So fuck off. So let's get into our episode today. It wasn't me. We're going to be talking about some crimes that celebrities committed and uh, what's our take on it. So, so, you know, honestly, so as we were doing this, there's a lot of celebrities that have done some shit. Pretty heinous stuff. Like shady stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just, we're going to, we're going to pick a few but here's what okay. I'd like you to do. Again, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, watch us on YouTube. If you want to just listen to the podcast, that we're on Apple and anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, but uh, we do have videos of this. So what do I always say? If you want to just listen to the podcast, you can always watch us if you want to see what our faces look like. If you watch us in video, remember, you can always take us with you by going to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. But we're going we're gonna to go through a few of them, um, some, just a couple or a hand, whatever, but if you guys, if anybody out there listening, if you have any other crimes that have been committed, like stories or celebrity sort of, yeah, we want to got away. We want to know because we definitely this is actually really really fun for us, um, and we do research this, and it's kind of fun to talk about. And oh, I was going to say this. What? Definitely engage with us for everybody because I think that the idea of having people, no guarantees, but the idea of having other people join us for the conversations that we have mm-hmm. on this podcast is something we want to pursue maybe down the road. So certainly yes. if you are very passionate about a topic or if you're an expert on a topic, please let us know. And if there's something you'd ever want to talk about with us, uh, we're welcome to evaluate or look at maybe having you on an episode and uh, we'll, we'll be nice to you, even mm-hmm. if we're not nice to each other sometimes. No, we're nice to each other. That's silly. I'm always nice to the guests. Yeah, the guests get special treatment. Um, so first one. Who do you want to talk about? I was going to just go down that list there, Snoop Dogg first. This is an example of how Greg and I, Greg's so organized. <laughs> yeah, what? let's do Snoop Dogg. I'm like, who, who do you want to start with? You're like, yeah, well, I don't there's, care. A, there's a list. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There's a list that I made <laughs> that I did not share with you. But that's what we're going to go down. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg Dogg. So, so to kind of outline this, I kind of researched this. We all remember the song by Snoop Dogg that was called Murder Was the Case That They Gave Me. Remember that song? Yes. Yeah. So this was obviously a song about this situation, but he was, he was uh, convicted, not convicted. I'm sorry. He was tried for murder. Yes. And did you read about the story? I did. Mm -hmm. But it, and then his bodyguard went to jail, correct? I don't think anybody went to jail. Oh. Yeah. Cause it wasn't his bodyguard. So this is the story that I read. Okay, go. It was him and his him and his uh, friend. I don't know if it was a bodyguard or not, but it was uh, two guys. They were in this part of the town um, in a jeep, 
That's important because okay. they were doing it. They, they, and they came across this other group of guys and this one guy in particular, the one who ended up dying, um, they were, they were like kind of fronting on each other. And they were, the, the, the story I read was actually kind of funny because the way they in text form, they tried to lay out the, the dialogue back and forth, which was basically like, what, what? No, nah, you do something like it was like, but it was like, was that, I was going to ask you to define fronting. So, but that, is that it? They were, uh, they were, they were mad dogging each other. They were, uh, I don't know. What do the kids say? They were, I don't know, fronting. I don't know. This is a, I, I just say, come at me, bro. They were, they were doing the, at then, at that time form of what, do something, come at me, bro. Um, anyways, so the one guy who got shot reached for his gun Oh. and the guy who was in the passenger seat, stood up out of the Jeep and shot him before he could get his gun out. Uh, Snoop Dogg was evidently driving. And so they shot him, he fell down, and then they drove away. And what happened was the guy who uh, got shot, his friend took the gun and removed it from the crime scene. Um, and that, but so there was all this big back and forth. Um, they went to court and, uh, you know, they, he basically so was acquitted. in fairness, Snoop Dogg is not the one who pulled the trigger. Right. Right. He was a party too. Correct. Correct. As I, as the story that I've read, and I, that's, that's the, the layout that I. Well, you know, Calvin just got Calvin. himself in a pickle. He did. And I think that uh, one of the things they mentioned in the article was that he's always been very much uh, in tune with his with his roots of the sh- of being in the streets in the inner city and gangs. And yeah. Because he was part of I think I don't want to say the wrong gang. So he was part of a gang. Coming yeah. Up. And I so think he- I love Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Love him to death. Um, and I actually, I mean, I'm going to say like that. This is a good story because I had no idea that he was actually like. I didn't know he was like legit. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people talk about being tough and talk about being like willing to commit crimes. Mm -hmm. But he's going, he's actually going to do it. Well, I don't know if he's going to do anymore. He's kind of like residential now, you know, like he's his best friend is like Martha Stewart, but he still smokes that weed a lot. I feel like Snoop Dogg could just walk, like the rule with Snoop Dogg and a couple of people like Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson died though, didn't he? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if Snoop Dogg goes into any room and he just starts smoking marijuana. Everyone's anywhere, like, oh, that's amazing. People just go, that's nah, a Snoop Dogg. You know, I think that um, Willie Nelson is still alive, Greg. Well, good. Cause he's probably, and he could smoke weed anywhere too. So if he just started lighting up a joint, you'd be like, oh, Willie. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Hey. I'm, I'm assuming his best friends call him Bill. Uh, so Snoop Dogg committed or ev- or allegedly was a part of a murder and he was then acquitted. Murder was the case that they gave him. And he mm-hmm. said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what Snoop Dogg did. I, for Fairness, one, I don't know that he should have gone to jail over murder anyway. That shouldn't have been the charge against him. Right. And, and that's, that's from the story that I read, but if you like consp- yeah. conspiring to murder and it may have been like manslaughter or murder in whatever, you know, um, so here's the thing. Yeah. I get that. I was torn on this one because my take is on it is that I feel like there's more to that story than is what actually happened. Of I don't course. think you like, it's, it's not like, stitches, like though. 
Well, right. And I don't think it's like, oh, well, well, we just, we were just eating our ice cream cones here in our Jeep and they came up to us and they were going to shoot us. Like, really? Yeah. And I think there's a certain level of any kind of confrontation like that that escalates that quickly. I'm sure there was uh, some heated exchanges going back and forth. And I'm sure there was probably some malice and, and deliberate, I don't know. I get the, I buy the, I guess that he was innocent, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, he, yeah, he deserves to be free. See, that's where I'm torn. I, I guess, I guess he's innocent from what the law could, could prove legally, I suppose. I don't think we have enough information to determine if he was. That's, that's a good way to put it. I don't think Can so. Can I just sidebar for one second? hundred percent. I'm so distracted by your dimple right now. Which dimple? This one? Yes. <laughs> Is that how you got all the ladies? I didn't get all of them. That's a good answer because Cassandra's going to listen. I got the one that's most important. Aww. Aww. Golly. We we jumped, we were out, we uh, we put the girls to bed and we, um, at least we weren't like. I don't want to know what you guys did after they were there. Well, I'm not telling all that stuff. I'm saying like, but we jumped on our trampoline and Cassandra posted a video. (laughs) And this was like right after we put him to bed. Cassandra was like sitting there, she's like, let's jump on the trampoline. I'm like, all right. And so we did. And she was, she was giggling the entire time she took a video of it and if it's on facebook but she just is laughing hysterically were you cute. guys drunk no Mm-mm. i mean oh, I, that, that's adorable because you know what adults don't do enough of what play yeah true anyways speaking of all right speaking of murders speaking of playing uh <laughs> it's just been so long since i've seen you <laughs> speaking of murders it's good to have you here greg <laughs> you know what this murder makes me think of you weren't on the podcast for a while, Greg. <laughs> and I'm scared now. So Snoop Dogg, that was a murder was a case that they gave him. I'm going to say the joke again. He said no. Yeah. For shizzle. So next one, Robert Richards. Okay. Okay. This one was effed up. Yeah. So Robert Richards. I'm not, I think that calling this person a famous person is maybe a stretch. You're going to have to give a backstory about who this person is. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? No, I want I you do to do it. So Robert Richards, this is the DuPont guy, right? Mm-hmm. So Robert Richards is a member of the DuPont family. Um, DuPont is obviously, some of you may have heard of it, but you could Google it. It's a humongous company um, out of the Northeast and he is not actually, I don't think he's a part of the company, but he's definitely an heir to that fortune from that family. And the mm-hmm. family, the DuPont family has been around for like 200 years. The company's been in place. So the family's been around in America. Yeah. Um, wealth from generations to generations to generations. And uh, very, very wealthy company and just family and all that stuff. So he was very well off. And I think he was in, oh, I didn't even write down the state. Was it? Was it Rhode Island? Somewhere on the east. I know they're, they're heavily east. Right. So somewhere on the east coast. So he's not really necessarily famous, but he is a very, very wealthy man in, in that area. Um, very well off. And basically what happened with Robert Richards is um, the short version, and we'll get into more of the details to kind of explain a little bit more. The short version is, is that he confessed to raping his three-year-old left the court after being tried with his sentence for that was eight years probation and a $4,395 fine and a promise to attend a very high end treatment center. 
And he, he confessed. What's you know, worse? Oh, go ahead. This is a, no, a whole other topic we could dive into for like another hour, but there's so many cases where people who have raped young children or molested young children get these little like, don't do it again, kind right. of punishments. That's 100%. ridiculous. Yeah. And this is uh, what's worse from that thing is that one year after treatment, the counselor who he was working with, he w- wasn't seeing or wasn't convinced that, that Robert was going to make progress. So they ordered a polygraph test and it was revealed that they were suspecting that he may have also raped his younger son too. So in the process of trying to get better air quotes, the counselor was like, this guy is not telling me the whole truth. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like he's going to make progress. Let's do a polygraph test. He took one and then it was suspected. He didn't admit in the polygraph, but they were like, through the questions in the polygraph test, they were like, "Uh, we think he may have had problems, but the attorney general. So about your, about to your point about the, the case getting off with like little weak sentences, guess who the attorney general in that area at the time was his cousin, Joe Biden's son, Bo. So he was the one that brokered the deal to have him only have eight years probation and a fine of $4,395 in treatment. He confessed to the crime. So, so, but to, to, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate and I'm going to go both sides of the fence. So that alone is like, okay, you should be hung at the stake or burned at the stake. But here's Bo's justification, Bo Biden's justification. The confession was part of the deal and Biden said it was important because a loss in court was very likely. And at least this way, they could give Richards, they could have Richards um, register as a sex offender and other restrictions would be put into place. So basically, they were like, listen, this is, we know this is weak, yep. but we, we, we might lose in court, which then he gets off with nothing. At least with this, we have him registered as a sex offender. We get some, re- some restrictions in place. I think that that would be the hardest part of practicing law in America today is the fact that you have to make those kind of concessions because of some stupid technicality. hundred percent. Yeah. Now I, that's what he said. And that makes logical sense. And oftentimes, you know, I, I don't want to attribute, I don't want to attribute malice to a, to something when stupidity will do, mm-hmm. but I don't think that Bo Biden is stupid and I'm not saying there's malice there, but I feel like they should do, what if they did this? They work up this whole plea deal with people, right? They change this, the, the, the what's legal and what's not. And they go, Hey, listen, if you plead guilty, if you admit to, you did it, we're going to give you just this sentence. It's going to be much lower. That's a much better deal. Or we can go to court and try it. And then they go, okay. And they sign a confession. They're like, ha, I knew you did it. Nope. That's off the table. This is the real, you know, like if they say they did it, then it should be that. I don't understand it. Like, Yes, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's entrapment. Um, I, I think. don't. Yeah, um, you know what I think they should start doing? What? Punishing people in the way that they broke the law. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Elaborate, would you? Well, for instance, for this this gentleman raped his daughter. Mm-hmm. So now he gets to be raped. Just get some big, strong woman to peg him. Or some, it could be a man or a woman, or it could be both. 
just whatever is going to be equally as traumatizing. Sure. I, I, uh, I'm thinking about that. No, that's, (laughs) it's definitely unique. It's like that guy up in, I think he's also in the Northeast, that guy who gives out really creative penalties, you know, he has that, like there's, there's clips of him on YouTube or on Facebook and stuff like that. It's that judge that like hears people's stories and he's always like really kind, but he's also really reasonable with his penalties and stuff like that. But he comes up with these really unique scenarios and, uh, that's like that. Could you imagine? Think about other crimes. I mean, murder, that's, we kill you back. Texas does that already. Um, well, that's like one person said with the whole um, George Floyd thing. They said, take the police officer. They should have taken the police officer that did it and just dropped him off at Target where everyone was rioting. Ooh. And said, look, we're just going to drop you off if you make it out alive. Congratulations. If you don't, hmm. sorry about your luck. Yeah. I don't know. I think that like, and I know that that's really extreme and you probably can't do that and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, one person getting violently raped because they raped a three-year-old, we might see less rape. Do you think though? I'm not so sure. I don't know. It could perpetuate a lot of damage, actually. Yeah. Well, and they might enjoy it. And because the kind of people that are doing this are, are freaking monsters. I mean, they're just the worst kind of people. And um, I don't know. It's just crazy. I, see, the thing that was just so nuts about this is that I sound a bit like Moira Rose. The thing that's so nuts about this um, is I feel like there's so many. It's just odd that like these it goes back to that thing that we talked about a couple episodes, the, um, is it Bill Gates or the deep state one? Yeah. Is like, I don't, I'm not saying that's involved here, but there's so much stuff that there's a whole different world out there when you have gobs and gobs and gobs of money, you know? Yeah, no, there is like, cause you don't think the DuPont family or the whatever fortune he had, he wouldn't have gotten the best lawyers to get this thing. Cause in all fairness, having a kid that- on the stand is, hard it's it's not gonna it's not really trustworthy you know what i mean even though it should be more kids but i don't think of, that i don't think that what they would do is put the kid on the stand i think they would put the kid in with a therapist and then the therapist true. would testify as to what but regardless of that like just think about like lawsuits in general or if somebody does something wrong like there's corporations that have the ability and the money to quote unquote win cases because they can appeal and appeal and appeal and drag things out so long that the average Joe, like you or me just can't afford to do it. So we have to either give up or we have to settle and take their payout. Like, I think sometimes I've heard like, like, Oh, they took a settlement. Why they took and like, I'm like, why would they take money? Because maybe that's all they can actually get rather than make that person be accountable for what they did. They're going to take the settlement and they're going to take the like, all right, we're not going to sue anymore because that's all they can get. They can't afford to be in court for four years with somebody who has the resources to just drag it out. Right. That's kind of effed up too, I think. It's super effed up. And I think especially in cases like this too, where it's, you said something where it was like, you rather than holding, getting somebody that was held accountable or, or actually having somebody. So like you have, you have those, those options of like, well, I guess this is what I can get versus actually holding them accountable for what yeah, you did. Yeah, you can did. like hold them accountable or you can get some sort of retribution a little bit, like a, or compensation, not retribution. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's so, it's so annoying um, and, and a little bit frustrating if you really think about it, that that kind of stuff can happen because 
we have to rely. I mean, I can't think of a better system necessarily. So I guess it, it does what it is, but I just feel like there's, there's holes in it that allow for this kind of behavior. Cause by and large, I think the legal system is, is relatively one of the, the, one of the fairest ways to do it on paper. It's like, okay, I can't think of a better way to do this. So this kind of makes sense. But then when you start seeing these little incidences, you kind of go, well, maybe this isn't the best, or maybe there's some holes there. And that's what kind of sucks is that those holes exist. And then people with power can exploit them. People with money can exploit them. True. And that's just America. If you have money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, Give me some of that. Some of that money. America. But you, you won't get any of the money because it's designed to keep the middle class and the poor in their position and make the rich richer. Well, speaking of richer, Robert Richards. Um, <laughs> Didn't we already do him? No, I'm going to say my take is that this guy needs to be burned at the stake. I've never been more convinced that there are forces in this country and world that are controlled by the mega rich and influential families. We are all relative pawns in the game. Did you write at like a speech to read? Yeah, this, these are my notes. Oh my God. You guys want to see my notes? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> it's my hands. For those of you just listening, Morgan just held up her hands. Meanwhile, I held up a full page typed. And just so you know, it's typed. It's got it's got paragraphs. It looks like Bullet it has points. bolded sections. Because that's the topics. There's yeah. even a header. Uh-huh. It's a header says episode two. It wasn't me notes. It's episode two, though. 22, sorry. Oh. Well, I want to move on because I yes, don't like sorry. talking about okay. this rape okay. situation. Well, let's talk about some more murder. Can I talk about one that I don't think is on your list? Sure. Is that going to... No, that's fine. How much anxiety are you having right now? It's fine. Okay. Let's talk about Marky Mark. Marky Mark? What? Do you not know about Marky Mark? Mark no. Wahlberg? Okay, let me tell you. Our dear, beloved Marky Mark is in some hot water lately anyway, because um, it came out that he... I think he had a rage problem when he was younger. So he was arrested for beating up a blind man and nearly killing him. What? Yep. He showed extreme cockiness when he sought out a pardon. So he recently asked to be pardoned from all of that. Really? But he was able to um, escape the charge without doing any jail time. Also recently it came to light that when he was a teenager, him and his friends beat up. um, I don't, beat up, I believe, like, um, it was a minority of some, I think it was, like, Asian, of Asian descent of some sort. I'd have to look it up. And he, they were, like, screaming um, racial slurs at them as they were beating them up. So people are saying that he, like, yeah, and he never went to jail over that either, I don't think. So Marky Mark, he... Uh, so here's, here's uh, that's why I didn't know that. Um, with regards to like the race stuff, not race stuff, I'm sorry, with that stuff, when he, he grew up in Boston, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, which is by and large, as most people assume, I've never actually been there. But what I hear from what I understand, Boston is a, is a rougher place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't surprise me that a teenage guy with his buddies rolling around Boston back, what, 20, 30 years ago, right? Maybe yeah, 40 years ago. Close to 50, so. This is probably like 40, 35, 40 years ago. It doesn't surprise me that at that time they would be, they would be doing that. Now does not, it does not 
make it acceptable or reasonable. I do think that people can can grow and learn and change and become better. I know me as mm-hmm. a teenager, I did some pretty silly, crappy stuff just in general. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd like to think that I'm better now. And I'd like to think that I could be forgiven of that. And I would not so be held accountable for, you know, 17 year old or 19 year old Greg's stuff. Yeah. However, the fact that Mark Wahlberg has stuff going on now recently or more recently lends me to believe that while he may have grown and learned, it may only be to the extent that he needed to, so he could still have a career and the sincerity is not there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I'm, con- I have mixed emotions about Marky Mark. Cause I like Mark Wahlberg. I think he's funny. I, I think he's so funny, but at the same time, are you, you know, a psychopath? I don't know. So let me ask you this. Would you not watch his movies if you knew he was a psychopath or kind of a mean person? It'd be really hard to enjoy him the same way. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I, I always feel but like I would be able to watch him. Over. I have to tell you, The Other Guys is such a good movie. It's so funny. And it's actually like at the end when it gives you all those facts and explains to you like how banks actually do prey on like – normal people and how they get away with all this stuff. Like it's actually informative. So like I have kind of like a special place in my heart for that movie because I feel like it's super funny and comical, but then it's also like has a good message. Like, Hey, banks are corrupt. Banks suck. Suck DX. (laughs) Okay. Escalated quickly. Uh, Well, that's interesting. So the most recent one, you said he asked to be pardoned for what was it again? I don't know. It says he asked to be pardoned for when he beat up a blind man. Jeez. But I mean, I don't know. I think so. I, I, as I'm looking at this up, it looks like he is basically, he released something on like Instagram or something like that. That was like, Hey, you know, it was like a tribute to George Floyd. Um, did something just play? Okay. Um, He released something like a, as a thing to George Floyd. And then it looks like people are like, Oh yeah, well what about this? And I feel like that's boy. You have to know about that though. If you, before you post something like that. Well, I also think that this is again, another, this is sort of the reason why we made this show, right. Is because of cancel culture. Mm. Um, I, I think that people need to be held accountable for their actions. And I think that there needs to be, you know, you can't just let people, you can't pardon people for everything. You can't get away for everything. But if, like you said, somebody made a mistake when they were 17 or 10 years ago or five years ago, and then since then they've shown growth and change, then do we cancel their whole everything just because it came out that five, 10 years ago they made a mistake? I don't know. That's where I get like, yeah. I feel like if that's the case, then like, why do we even have jail? Let's just execute everybody because nobody's going to ever be reformed. And right. like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It it doesn't. It doesn't. And I, I, uh, I guess that is something I do agree on. I, it's, it drives me nuts and I actually get infuriated when I think about it. So I just stay away from it. That's, that's the world we live in though. I will tell you with all this stuff, yes. that's the world we live in where reasonable, well-intentioned, honest, hardworking, good people just turn it off or they try their best to turn it off and stay out of it. So what happens is, is that the people who are ridiculous won't let people 
uh, grow and change and become better, those people are still yelling. And that's the only, that's the only yelling you hear in the, in the, in the zeitgeist and social media and all that stuff. Yeah. So because the bulk, and the, um, the bulk that's silent, I believe is probably a majority of the population is at mm-hmm. least a good portion of the, if you were to divide it up into segments of what people think and believe a very large, significant portion of that is people that are just like, look, I'm going to stay out of it. I'm not going to dive into it. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go fishing on the weekend with my kids. I'm going to go to work. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to laugh at at silly jokes and I'm not going to engage in this nonsense. But the problem is that everybody thinks that the world is, is such a way because Mm -hmm. everyone who's crazy or won't let, you know, who wants to cancel everybody is like, this is ridiculous. They're outraged and they're all, they're all uh, virtue signaling all over the place. They're the loudest. It's the only voice you hear because the, the normal, middle of the road voice that's like, hey, the voice of reason is kind of just going, I don't really feel like talking anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It's like religious crazy people. Have you ever talked to like somebody who's like, I mean, I don't mind religion. I, you know, I have, a, I have a faith of my own, but people who are overly religious, you mm-hmm. can't have a conversation with them at all. Like they're completely shut down to anything. Well, and that's the thing is anytime you cancel somebody, you can't have a conversation with them. There can be no growth. There right. can be no learning. There can be no change. Sure. And how can there, how can we actually change if we don't allow people to change? Right. And if you hold them accountable for stuff like, and and if we don't even acknowledge potential change that might have already occurred, you know what I mean? Like if you have, if you meet somebody who has a job and you interview them and you say, Hey, you know, you know, Mr. Thompson, it's wonderful to have you on board. We'd love to hire you. And then they go, we'll be in touch with the paperwork and all the stuff. And then you go back and you're like 20 years ago, he was an alcoholic. He was drinking Mm -hmm. and he got fired Mm -hmm. for not wearing pants to work. I mean, that may be a little Wait, bit extreme. Are no you supposed to wear, to wear pants to work? <laughs> I work from home, so I, I'm not even wearing pants right now. <laughs> but I mean, if you go back and you go, oh, well, no, we're not going to. I think they would, they would actually say like there would be a, a, a lawsuit in this litigious society. They would file something because you can't do that. You can't go, hey, that was 20 years ago. But, but still, I think it's the same guy. I think it's the same guy or same girl. But that's what the culture is doing. They're like, hey, Kevin Hart, 10 years ago. You made a stupid, stupid tweet that you apologized for and realized it was wrong and tried to make up for it or tried to whatever. And, oh, we don't want you to host the Oscars anymore. Or, and he was like, fine, I'm just not going to do it. Now I have my thoughts on Kevin Hart because I, have, I, not, I don't really care for him all that much. But that was silly, right? I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with his tweet or anything. So, well, and that's this might we might be kind of veering into in a whole other show. Maybe this is a show we'll talk about with cancel culture. But I feel this like, is a show we're going to talk about because I got a you I, that's a that's a show I got a list on, Greg. Ooh, okay. <sighs> but as far as crimes go, let's talk. If we're going back to crimes, I did not know about Mark Wahlberg um, and those crimes, and I, it's it was a different time too. I'm not saying it's okay ever, but it's. I believe he probably did that stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say that he's a bad guy anymore, you know, because when you have like a guy, if you have kids, when you get married and have kids, men up until about 25 or 28 should be locked in cages because they're literally monsters. They really no. are. Yes. They're, they're rolling bags of testosterone that will literally do anything. And, mm-hmm. and you don't think so? Mm-mm. Not all men. I mean, were you that way? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't beating people up, but I certainly was, what was going on up here, if, if all of my thoughts and what I wanted to do was printed out that other people could read, it would be a horror show. 
and not like murder horror, but just disgusting and awful and wrong. I mean, I'm sure there's a level of that to everybody. Like if you're, if your inner monologue was printed out and everybody could read what you were thinking at all times, it might be a little bit, but as a kid, oh my gosh, I lit stuff on fire. And that was a, that was a younger kid, but you lit poop on fire. I, lit, I pooped in a bag and, and lit, not even like a, a lunch sack. It was a grocery paper bag, a bag that you could put like a six pack of beer, a gallon of milk and a loaf of bread in. I'm dropping deuces in it. Yeah, but like you didn't fill it up. No, but I, what brain thinks of that? What brain goes, mm, why don't I just go I, find another dog? Another why don't you just go turd? get a dog turd? I know. There was none in our backyard because my job was cleaning up our dog's poop. And I was, I actually had done my job at, at that time. But the neighbors that I was you know with, they had a dog. What? Is that you had a poop on deck ready to go. That was that's, actually it was really serendipitous fortunate. timing. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> and maybe that's why I did it so readily because I was like, God, there's none here. I'm like, oh, but I have to poop. Let's just oh, but- solve this right now. But that's the brain. And that's just, that's just, that's just mild stuff. So all I'm saying is, is that it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean that, I don't know. All right. Who else you got? Uh, real quick. Let's talk about Robert Blake. Some of you might remember Robert Blake an actor from the seventies or the, yeah, from the seventies in a show called Beretta. Um, he was acquitted of murder, the murder, he was acquitted of the murder of his 44 year old wife, Bonnie Lee Backley or Bakley, whatever. Um, basically the story here is that the, the prosecution relied on two stuntmen. There were two stuntmen that worked with uh, Robert Blake who claimed that Blake had paid them to murder his wife. In the trial, though, it was revealed that the two stuntmen were cocaine and meth users, so the jury didn't believe them. Light at the end of the tunnel, though, I suppose, is in November 2005, eight months later, Blake was found guilty in civil court and forced to pay $30 million to Bakley's or Backley's children. So Robert Blake accused of murdering his wife because two stuntmen mm-hmm. said that he, they paid him, they paid the two guys to murder his wife. He was found not guilty in criminal court, civil court, though. They said he has to pay $30 million. That's sort of like OJ, right? Like he got off in criminal court, but found guilty in civil court. Right. And I think that is, I'm torn because I'm kind of going against what I was saying before, because I don't like the fact the legal system has loopholes because I'm also kind of the person that goes, listen, if there's even questions about this and we're going to go to trial for it, there's a good chance you did it, bro. But then I also see stuff on Netflix that's like, hey, I was in jail for 30 years and I didn't do anything. And I go, oh, shoot, that sucks. Like, right. but, but I hate the idea that you can be acquitted of something criminally and yet still be held accountable in civil court. I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. Now, in some cases, I kind of feel like, oh, that's retribution. Yeah, I feel like it's, I, I agree with, I think it's the opposite. I think it's dumb that you can be found guilty in civil court and that doesn't translate to criminal court. But I think that if you take away the right of them to take them to trial civilly, then these victims and the families of victims will have no course of action whatsoever when the person gets off because of a loophole. Right, right. And so it does kind of create this thing where I'm like, it's like, um, I think that if part of me goes, you should pick, like, what do you want to do? The money, you want to cry. You can't do, you can't have both and they, they can't, they can't Why? mismatch. No, I'm saying, but I'm saying part of me says they can't mismatch. Like you said, like if there's, okay, you, you were, sorry, you're guilty civilly, but not criminally. That's just odd. It's odd. Well, I think it shows some 
brokenness in the criminal justice system. It does. And it seems weird because it almost seems like, like uh, one of you, one of you, they both can't be right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And yet at the same time, so that's what frustrates me is that scenario. But then at the same time, there's another part of my brain that goes, well, I think it's kind of good that they can get something, especially if you think the guy did it. Like in OJ's case, I, I'm pretty sure he did it. Um, I'm pretty sure he did too. Yeah. But, but so at least there was something, you know, they took his, you know, all of his Heisman trophies or whatever, but so it was some retribution. They took trophies away. They did. Oh, they took all kinds of stuff from him. You know what I would always love? This is the sick, morbid part of me, but like, what do you think OJ's children think? Hmm. Do you I don't think they, they still tra- talk to their dad? I don't know. Do you think they think their dad did it? Do you still have a relationship with your dad at that point? I don't know. These are all questions that are really... If your dad would murder your mom, would he also murder you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. These are the things I think about. <laughs> these, these are the kind of thoughts that kept me out of the really good schools. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's wild. That's a, I don't, I bet there's a lot of therapy involved Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, as far as like in that, so in that same case, you know, and same with Robert Blake, like we just talked about, I believe there's a chance they could have done it. And it, there's a huge flaw in our legal system. I think that's one of the things kind of going running through all of these is that there, there are flaws in our systems there's a yeah. there's a glitch in the matrix of our lives that we lead that we think is disproportionately so... like it's stacked to for people with money. Yeah. Because if you have the money, you can pay for the lawyers that get you off the criminal court. And then if you go and you got to pay $30 million or Robert Blake was an actor and maybe he had $30 million. I don't know. I, I would like to think he probably did. Okay. You fine. You know, you go, okay, well, that's, that's better. I mean, it sucks. Your career is probably destroyed or whatever, but. It's just, um, it's better than jail. Do you know who Don King is? Yeah, the boxing promoter. Yes. So do you know that he's, uh, do you know about him? His, no. His incidents? He's got the big hair. Yeah, the big hair. So he, um, first he killed a man in self-defense who was trying to break into his gambling operation. So he got charged with second degree murder for that incident. No, 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 sorry. That was self-defense. Then he, this is the one that I'm just like, what? He got charged with second degree murder for stomping to death an employee who owed him $600. Stomping to death. He never did jail time. He never did jail time? Oh, no, sorry. He ended up serving four years in prison and is out and about. Four years? That's Four years way too for little. Stomping someone to death. That's an aggressive way to kill somebody. I feel like there's probably there's probably some substances involved. There's I I can't imagine that a person under normal mental faculties goes. Even if you get as mad as you've ever been, I actually, but six hundred dollars. Like if I I've there, I'm not even going to say a scenario, but there are scenarios that could potentially happen if like with my family where I imagine I could get myself into a rage where stomping somebody to death would not, not over be over $600. But $600, I'd be, it was, no, I don't, no, would never do it for that. And the, the thought, the scenarios that would make it okay for me 
would be so heinous and ridiculous that they would make $600 look like nothing. Yeah. And he got, he just said four years for prison. I feel like if you stomp somebody to death, you, you go to prison, you go to prison for, this is a situation where like, if the punishment was the same as what the crime was, might be a bit, that's gruesome. You know, and it's gotta be because he had money. Because you know he had a lot of money. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. promoted, he, he takes his cut from all those big boxing matches. And a lot of them were Tyson fights, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's got, you know, it's a Tyson. If the whole thing makes $30 million or $100 million or more, he takes his 10% cut. And he does that over and over and over again. That's right. It's crazy. I don't understand it. Well, you know what? It just goes to show you that people that can surprise you, and people can do things that you didn't even think they were capable of. And on that same vein, let's move away from celebrities for a second. Yeah. And let's talk about an idea that I think you had that you posed yep. that we should do. Something that we got away with as kids that your family doesn't know about. Ooh, and this You can go was, first. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, I don't know. First off, I will say, I think you can agree to this. You were naughty. Our family is kind of open as we've gotten older. Yes. We have shared quite a bit. Yes. So I think there's, it was really, it was a lot more difficult than I could have imagined. Now, there's- Well, it could be some, it just, yeah, go ahead. There's stuff that I could share that doesn't really fit the vein of the episode and would just be kind of like, why did you tell us all that? We don't want to know that. Like- so it's not interesting, but the one thing I came up with, and maybe more will come out as we as we talk, as, I, as we talk, but um, we have maybe mentioned on this show, or you know, and my and my mom, who's probably listening to this, and and Cassandra, my wife, is probably listening. They know that I got caught stealing uh, cigarettes, which happened one time from a grocery store, and I one time got caught stealing from Maverick, which is a, a gas station locally here in town. Um, I stole now and later's. But you and didn't get away with it. No, hang on. I'm saying this, which dad actually made me walk up back up to the store with him and I had to pay them. So for the now and then, cause he found out. But the thing I guess that first came into my head was that I have stolen way more stuff than that. You I mean, have? I was stealing back in Westchester when we lived in that what? inner city, the place that there's a place called uh, Morales. It was a bodega. There we used to go. I was like across that. Like you stole a lot and another time it was like remember that little pharmacy that now became a dog a doggy detail place down from eustick road from that same house oh yeah it, it used to be like a little like pharmacy and had candy stole from there i didn't know the it was a pharmacy i never knew well, maybe it wasn't a pharmacy it was like a it was like a, a little and and i only ever knew it as the doggy detailing do it yourself yeah well there was a, it used to sell like it used to have like candy and sodas and stuff like that and i thought there was actually a uh, pharmacy in it but we used to go there all the time and I used to steal from there considerably and hobby town steal from there. Hobby town. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not proud of it by any means, but I'm saying as a kid, I was, what did you do? Just put it in your pockets. Yeah. yeah pockets or bike helmets or that was my, that was with my, that was the, for bigger items. I just put in my bike helmet. I could hold my bike helmet and then you just find something and you just hold it. And I could hold it through my fingers in my bike helmet. And my bike helmet was down with the straps going down. He just wow, 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 Greg. I didn't steal. Yeah. I was always way too scared. Oh, you know what else I used to and do? And too moral. 
I used to go in that Coal Village parking lot when I would ride bikes with friends. Uh, there was a time, I don't know if it's still a thing. And this is awful, by the way, just so everybody is clear. I'm not proud of all of this stuff. I'm just sharing it. And I was a dumb kid. But we used to have, um, we used to go around and cars would have occasionally their valve stem caps would be like really decorative, like dice or metal things, or just really decorative stuff. And we would see them. And I used to take those and we would, we'd put them on our bike or we would sell them to other kids or something. You are a little hoodlum. Yeah, but I mean, you're a little. And what we would do is we, would, good. we were really good at it when we were rollerblading because then we would always feel like we would like I would pretend to fall right by the car and I'd be like ah and I'd be like twisting it off like, and the other guy would come over and be like you okay? The hard part was getting both of them was getting two of them because you typically had to get two if you just got one it was coming what's this gonna be? But I'm shocked. Yeah. So that's that was the first thing that came to my head. I was like you know I I know I I know it was known that I am. I have stolen before, but the the well is uh, much deeper than. Do you currently still steal? No, hundred percent no. Mm. I can't. I can't right now as I've grown. And this is a good example of what we're talking about today. I was, I didn't. I didn't have something was not working well in my brain to be like, hey, this is. I knew it was bad, but I didn't. I didn't feel like it was bad enough to stop for whatever reason. And as I've gotten older. I realized I don't, I don't care for that, how I feel when I do that. I don't care for obviously the legality of it. I mean, I care about the legality of it and all these different things. So I don't do that anymore. I probably haven't sold anything since I was, I don't know, 20, 19, maybe. You were an adult 18. stealing? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh my God. Nothing big. It's not like big ticket items. It's not like I was tasting jewels. It would be like Ugh. little things. Uh, maybe it was maybe it was seventeen. It was definitely before I met. Cause I don't remember stealing anything with Cassandra, except for her heart. Uh, um. Do you want to hear mine? Because now sure. I feel like mine's lame. Oh, see, I was afraid that what I was going to say, you're going to be like, "That's lame, Craig." No, so I, I, uh, I swear, and I, you know, I'm not a perfect person, but I'm a rule follower. Okay, there's okay. a rule. <laughs> We're going to find it and I'm going to follow it. I'm going to follow it. If there's no rules posted, I'm going to clarify what the rules are. Excuse me. There's no rules here for this thing. You guys, what are we supposed to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. So mine is, I feel like mine's going to be so lame now, but when I was in second grade, um, do you remember when we used to have skate parties? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'd have skate parties where the whole school would go to the skate rink and you'd skate. And there was me and my friend, there was these two boys that we thought were cute. So we wrote them notes and we said, Hey, will you hold hands with us at the skating party? And then we wrote like a little check yes or no box. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, these motherfuckers wrote back and said, no, (laughs) they said, we're not into you. So I, and I will say it was mostly me but my friend got in trouble for it. I wrote back every swear word I knew and told them they were fucktards and they can eat a dick and they're little bitches. How old were you? <laughs> second grade. You knew fucktard in second grade? I don't know. I just, I don't remember just, specifically okay. what it said, it but I wrote back the worst stuff you could think of. every swear word I could think of. It I was probably like poo poo, caca head. No, it definitely said fuck. Jerkface. I know it said fuck. Okay. Um, because that's always been near and dear to my heart for you could a while. Spell the word fuck in second grade. I can't guarantee. Fuck ain't hard to spell, bro. It's duck well, with Second F. grade. I'm just trying to think of. Um, I guess Audrey could have, yeah. 
So we write back to them. Well, they, these little, first of all, I did want to clarify, they were in third grade. So they go home and tell their mommies. Bitches. Little bitches. Their moms call the principal. Mm. So my friend and I get called into the principal's office and we get told this is going on our permanent records. So um, <laughs> we don't actually get in trouble at school. We just get told it's going on our permanent records and, and then that we're record calling our do... parents. Yeah. So permanent I'm terrified record. because I'm like, dad's going to know I said fuck and I'm going to be screwed. So this is back in the day when we would all three walk home alone to school right. and our parents weren't there right away. So that day we get home and that's when there was answering machines and the light was blinking that there was a voicemail and I hit delete. Didn't hit play. I just hit delete. And then I went about my day. Mom and dad never said a word to me about it. Michelle, my friend, Michelle, um, she got grounded for like a week because her parents knew about it because her mom stayed home. Um, They never said a word to me about it. So I never got in trouble about a year ago, I remember telling mom this story and I was like, so did you know and just think I got in trouble at school and didn't say anything? She's like, I never knew, never knew. So that little delete of the voicemail. How, how crazy of the school to be like, like, did you get a hold of uh, Morgan Radcliffe's parents? I tried once. Well, this was like in the early 90s, right? But I mean, like, I feel like the lack of follow-up is really, really. <laughs> well, let's be honest. It wasn't that bad, but That's I will true. tell you every year when I would start a new school year, you thought your anxiety <laughs> of oh starting God. and the teacher thinking that I was that kid that was bad. I would be so good the first little bit, like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. like I was so scared that they were going to think I was a little bitch. Um, I don't think there. I don't think there is a permanent record that teachers. Are I've like, always wondered, like, do they pass my file along? No, and then I think there's like your academic record. I don't think there's like notes, like your doctor writing, like, you know. And I don't think one. I also don't think teachers are reviewing it. Like, let me. Let me get an idea of which kids I have. Oh, this is interesting. They're taking notes. No. Oh, Morgan likes to say fucking bitch. Oh, this one's got a bit of a potty mouth from second grade. (laughs) We're Uh, just going to have to watch out for her, aren't we? So that's the thing I got away with. Oh, my God. That sucks. Nothing bad. Yours was actually really bad. I'm like talking about crimes. That's what I thought we were in the same vein of. I didn't commit crimes, Greg. (laughs) You didn't commit crimes. No. no, you don't, don't admit it. Don't admit it. Cause that'll keep, that'll send you stressing. No, I didn't. I honestly didn't commit crimes. Okay. Look, who are you trying to convince me or you? Well, okay. At what, I didn't commit crimes in high school. <laughs> I do them more now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying after high school, I did drink underage, which is a crime. And oh I, yeah. I did. But everybody do, does that. I, I might've done a couple of drugs. I did. I did three drugs. I did. I smoked weed, but I did not inhale. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So that's 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 what so, I got away with. Wow, you're so horrible. When you said that thing, uh, something you got away with your family doesn't know about. I'm like, what is she trying to do? Because let me let me also be clear for people who know me who are listening. It's not as if there are things that I'm not talking about that are way worse. Are like. Wait, so there are things that are worse? No, I'm saying it's not like I'm sitting here going, hey, I'm going to pick this thing because there's like this way bad stuff over here. There's not. I just think that there are like, there's there's like silly little gross boy things that I remember doing, but those weren't illegal and family doesn't know about it. And actually nobody really needs to know about it because it's not that important. It's Mm -hmm. just gross stuff. 
in any ways. Not gross, um, but in Okay. I have to kind of take it just a real quick throwback to the DuPont air. Okay. I was waiting for Ellen to confirm, and she just confirmed. Our mom grew up um, as like a competitive swimmer. Mm-hmm. You know this. Mm-hmm. She trained on the DuPont property with the DuPonts because like the elite in her area went to their private pool and trained there. And she trained with um, the DuPonts on their, on their personal property. So that man, I don't know that she ever encountered him. But. Yeah. Um, isn't there something called Dark Waters? Isn't that a... There's a movie with Steve Carell that talks about the, where Steve Carell plays the DuPont guy. And that's the person that she was around. Yeah. Wow. Does she and does she know she knew Robert Richardson? I didn't ask that. I just was confirming that it was the Dupont. Because I think the Duponts. I think they lived in. I think it was in Delaware. Somewhere. All those states. They're so small, and they all kind of jumble together in that New England area. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, though. That she. uh, I do remember that now. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, he uh, he got he got he got away with it. So what we've learned today is that you've done horrible things and I've done just like kind of bad things. I guess that's what we've learned. <laughs> Forget all the other crap we talked about. Greg no. sucks. Morgan's Morgan writes naughty notes when she's in second grade. Yep. Curse words. What can we agree on today? I think there wasn't a lot of disagreement on stuff except for mm. the, how bad I am. Cause it's not that bad. No, but, I don't. Um, we can agree that it, the justice system sucks because it's rigged for people who have money. Uh, we got to pick a new thing. Because okay, I you agree. don't agree on that. I agree, but I don't think it. I think it sucks, but I don't have anything better. So okay, yeah, we can. I can agree that it sucks and it is rigged to a certain degree. If you have money, yes, I'm sorry, I wasn't processing all the way. Because the other part of me goes, I don't know. I don't know what's better. I feel like you can keep the system, but you have to just put in safeguards. You know what I would say is that money is the root of all corruption and evil. I agree with that. Because if you remove money and the ability for lawyers to charge, you know, thousands of dollars an hour for their, Mm -hmm. what they're doing, which would never happen in America because people love money, then everyone would get the same treatment. Everyone would get the same trial. Everyone would get the same resources. Right. But that's not what happens. It's if you can pay but to be fair, there are also people with money that w- don't do those kinds of things. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of it's the character of the individual. Like if I have, if you gave me a ton of money, maybe it might corrupt me. You wouldn't go murder people. But I'd like to think that I would still have integrity. You know, I mean, I might steal the occasional, you know, valve stem cover of a car, but that's just good clean. But money. why steal when you could just, just like kidding. Buy it was a throwback it. to my younger days. Just to keep me feeling young, you know, mm-hmm. maybe light some parks on fire. But nothing, nothing major, you know? No, but I agree with you. I think we can agree on the fact that the criminal justice system has some issues with it. And, and the justice system as a whole has some gaps. And a lot of those gaps are basically f- free areas for people who have a lot of money to take and exploit. Mm-hmm. And then it messes up the little guy. It sure does, Greg. It sure does. Well, hey, uh, I think that about wraps it up for today. 
Mm-hmm. It's good to I'm be back. I'm sorry that I played music that we don't own the rights to. It's all right. Do you know the you know the part where I did the dream weaver that insert I did in the Sia episode? Oh, where you're at the end. At the end. Yeah. So we can't monetize that video. Oh. Not that it matters, but. Hey, Greg. What? <laughs> We're not really making any money. <laughs> 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 not the point we have we do good stuff people love it hey while i'm thinking about it if you made it this far in the episode please do me a favor on apple or spotify or whatever there's a share button yeah share you guys do us a favor share it out there we've got our numbers are growing up are growing which is good um share also, it with somebody they might leave, enjoy it leave a review yeah share our instagram page let, let people get to know us because you know what why should you have all of this <laughs> Hoard it to yourself. You've got this gem of a, of a podcast and you're just hoarding it. No, but in all seriousness, we would really appreciate you to share, leave a review, let us know how we're doing. We like to do this and it's fun. And if you get any kind of enjoyment out of it at all, it would be great to have this, the audience grow. Cause then that means, you know, it's just as enjoyed by more people. So what are you doing, Morgan? I can't. You're- I'm sniffing my, I, I'm going to be real honest with you. I have this sauna blanket. Yeah. It's a blanket that you get in and it becomes a sauna and your body sweats. Yeah. And I did it last night mm-hmm. and then the power went out and then I got out because I was afraid of getting electrocuted because I'm rational. Right. And, and then I just was like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. So I did not shower. So I've been getting a whiff of myself for a bit now. Post sauna like with Post sauna sweat and <laughs> oh, it's, I smell better be honest there's days that i have not so i'm thinking about jumping in the shower after this okay we'll do that everybody else have a great day be sure to like share whatever follow and uh it's good to be back thank you again to amanda 